This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnels of Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is a columnist for The Hill. Uh, he's one of the most visible faces on Fox News. And uh, he is a very cool guy. He's a friend of mine. He is a uh, media and politics columnist for The Hill, actually. And uh, he is author of the Wall Street Journal bestseller, Come On, Man, on the life and presidency of Joe Biden. He's got a new book, Come On, Man, The Truth About Joe Biden's Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Presidency. And uh, I happen to really like this guy. He's a stitch. His name is Joe Concha, and uh, he joins us this Sunday morning. And we thank you, Joe Concha, for getting up this morning, and although it's not that early, but for working with us on a Sunday. So, uh, you know what, Joe? Let's talk about most Sundays. People get up, they read the New York Times, or they read the Post, or they read whatever, The Hill, whatever they read, uh, or they read, like me, a Nelson DeMille book to get away from all this stuff. And... uh, (laughs) But we've got a lot of concerns. Uh, I think there are a few people who ain't reading these days. And I wanted to ask for your take on some of the people who seem to have a little trouble, like a cognitive decline that we're seeing start from the top. And with your book, uh, Joe Biden's very bad, terrible, no good, awful, whatever it is, uh, very bad presidency. Now, is that fair for you to talk about Joe Biden like that? Yeah, <laughs> I would say it is, Judge, because I did research on this guy's entire life for this book, and he has been an underachiever, a plagiarist, a serial liar from day one. So when people talk about, well, Joe Biden's too old, yes, he is too old. Yes, he does fall down a lot. Yes, he said this week that he ended cancer as we know it, unquote. <laughs> you know, and we're past the point now where it was funny when he was vice president because vice president's basically an inconsequential job. And when he was a senator, well, he was one of 100. So how much power could he really have? And ha-ha, look at what he said here about this or that. But now he's the leader of the free world, and he's the commander-in-chief of our armed forces, and he's the president of the United States. And you just see on a daily basis he barely works. And when he does speak outside of a teleprompter, we hear and see the things that he says. And we're like, my God, I mean, he shouldn't even be – like the starter at the local golf course, let alone leading this country, and yet he's seeking another four years, which means we could be talking about in 2028, Joe Biden, 86 years old, in the Oval Office. And if this is the 80-year-old version, I can't even imagine what that's going to look like. And it's not just Biden, by the way, Judge. We saw it with Mitch McConnell this week. He's 81 years old. Yeah, well, I, but, 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 hold on a second. What yeah. what happened to him? Do we really know he had, what, an 18-second freeze? My, my wife's an ER doctor, and I had her watch that video. I go, what do you think's happening here? And she goes, well, honestly, it looks like almost a mini stroke. She, now, she's not going to commit to that because she's, right. you know, she would have to analyze the patient uh, in right. person, I would imagine, and, and do all sorts of tests. But she goes, just by looking at that, because you count it, it's 18 seconds, and it's not like, well, he was alone and just kind of zoned out. It was in the middle of a sentence during a press conference. So, you know, your adrenaline would be up, I would think. So what happened there, we don't know, but we shouldn't even have to wonder what happened. I mean, here you have – if Mitch McConnell runs again uh, for for Senate, you're talking about an 89-year-old McConnell by the time that term – it's a six-year term, remember – ends. Or Dianne Feinstein this week – 
all she had to do is vote yes or no on a bill. And she went into a speech, and her advisors actually had to come over to her and say, no, just say yay or nay. <laughs> you know, and, and you, you get to a point where you're like, whoa, how old is the Senate anyway? And you see that the median age is well over 70. So is, is it point, really? I think we either got to talk about age limits or term limits, Judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it really the median age is over 70 in the Senate? Let's, let's put it this way. Uh, so uh, there are a couple of polls out that asked, should there be age limits uh, in Congress, the Senate, and the presidency? And 70% of Americans, all right, so it's well past just one party or the other, 70% of Americans say, yes, there should be age limits. And then they ask, what age do you think is appropriate? And the most common answer was age 70. Now, some people age quite well in their 70s. My dad's 80, and he's still a consultant, runs three miles a day around Packnack Lake in Wayne, New Jersey. So, of course, some people age well. But for the most part, People are probably comfortable with the fact that, okay, if you're going to have such an important job where you have to travel up, by the way, also, Congress, Senate, the presidency, 70 is the age limit. And if that's the case, then almost three-quarters of the Senate would be gone, okay? Wow. Three-quarters. Can you imagine that? You know, uh, and wasn't it Feinstein who said that uh, she was out for like three months and she then I think she denied that she was out? <laughs> yeah, she said, oh, no, I voted on those bills. Like, no, you weren't. You were absent. So – I mean, she's. I think she's ninety. If she's not ninety, she's going to be she's ninety real soon. At least yeah. eighty-nine. Yeah. So <laughs> I, 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 it's it's all about power with these with these folks, and they do not want to relinquish it. And so I think all right. So instead of age limits, because again, I, I think some people age better than others. So maybe we don't put a number on it, but we do have term limits, and I think we should apply those to the Congress, the Senate, uh, like we do the presidency. Quite frankly. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. In fact, uh, I think. But who's going to pass term limits? Congress has to do it. They're not going to do it to themselves. <laughs> oh, so I'm, I'm writing uh, a column and I, I moved from the Hill. This was recent. Uh, I'm, I'm with the messenger now. Uh, oh, okay. Jimmy Finkelstein creation. Yes. And it's uh, yeah. it's doing quite well. So Jonathan Turley is there with me and, and, and I'm good. there and Jessica Tarloff, your, your co-host on the on the five. She writes for us. So it's all good. And the, and the column that I wrote this week talks about exactly what we were talking about. But then my conclusion in the final paragraph is if you think this is going to happen, you then you believe that those in Congress and the Senate are going to fire themselves because yeah. that would eliminate a lot of them. <laughs> so it, right. it's not They're not going to do because, it. No, no way. No shot. So it's well, never going to happen, Joe Conchin. <laughs> What's that? So it's never going to happen. We're never going to have term limits. No, no, because the people that would have to vote on it would have to basically resign themselves. <laughs> it yeah. ain't going to happen. Well, you know, and then you've got, um, well, you know, it's interesting, Pelosi Stepped away. Uh, well, she she wasn't going to be speaker anyway, given the, uh, the 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 makeup of the House now. Uh, but Pelosi is one of the ones who came out, I think, a few weeks ago and said Joe Biden is he's so inspiring. He's this. He's that. I'm like, is this woman on another planet? What is she seeing that that we're supposedly missing? And it is it is like a it's a it's a cult. They're in a cult that they support each other. And then you find out their kids are making billions together, like John Kerry's son-in-law is Devin Archer. You know, and you've got Nancy Pelosi's son, who's out there making money uh, in, in, foreign, in the foreign world, along with Hunter Biden and who knows who else. Uh, it's kind of scary. So it's not just for themselves, it's for their kids. 
to maintain the power so their kids can leverage their parents. Oh, those are all great points. And, and look, Joe Biden, he's inspiring to me in that I wish I could take as much vacation and time off that he does. Right. So that's what inspires me about him. He spent 40 percent of his presidency on vacation, uh, much of that in Delaware. And it's always a it's always a long weekend. It, it ends early Friday. He's not back until Monday afternoon. Uh, and, and again, people say, well, how can you run for president again? You know, he's too old. Well, if you have his schedule right now, maybe he can handle it because, yeah. again, uh, there, there are people that are a lot more active at his age. But I, I think I guess the question is, you know, is Joe Biden going to be impeached by by the House at this point? And I wonder about that. I, I want to hear your thoughts on this, Judge. If you impeach him, you're probably not going to convict him because you need two thirds of the yeah, Senate. We don't to, we don't have the Senate, so we can't convict him. Precisely. So then does that only make him a martyr, a victim and provide jet fuel for his campaign? I wonder. You know, I, I wonder if, Republicans you know, I, it, that, it's interesting. Yeah. I don't think it provides jet fuel for his campaign. Uh, okay. I think I think the Democrats uh, know that they're lying to themselves uh, at this point, that Joe Biden is in cognitive decline. But the fact that they are behind him lockstep is stunning to me, stunning. When you've got someone like Gavin Newsom, as you already mentioned, who's out there in the wings. And, you know, he did that interview with uh, Sean Hannity. Sean I got to tell you, this guy is uh, he's a smart guy and he is smooth. He can he can admit, you know, we do have homelessness it's out of control in California. I mean, he comes right out and admits it. he doesn't really lie about it. And then he says, you know, we got to do this, this and this. And he, you know, I loved it when Joe Biden was in Europe and he went to the uh, White House Boy, with his jacket <laughs> thrown over his shoulder, his hair slicked back. You know, he was taking a photo, you know, for, you know, to send out a message. Hey, guys, won't I look good in the White House? That's the thing, right? He's he's smart and he's slick. And. You, if you're those two things and you got really nice hair with exceptional gel and the nicest, whitest teeth, uh, this yeah. side of Tiger Woods, right? Just a beautiful smile. You're like, okay, uh, I could vote for that guy. Yeah. I mean, California does have the highest tax rate in the country and the highest homeless rate in the country and the highest poverty rate in the country. And more people are leaving California exactly. for places like Florida and Texas and Tennessee than any other state. And San Francisco is a shell of what it used to be under Nancy Pelosi and Gavin Newsom. But, you know, he seems kind of like a nice guy, and he's easy on the eyes. You talked about in the beginning of this interview about people not educating themselves, and it's true. They'll just vote on, well, just like with, with Barack Obama. Boy, yeah. he gives a good speech. Yeah, but he's only been in the Senate for five minutes, and he's a community organizer before that. Yeah, but he's a good-looking guy. Like that, I, Unfortunately, people think that way when they're voting for a president instead of policies and what's best for their families and for yeah, the country. Yeah, and they're so not going to look at California and say, I don't want my country to look like California. They're going to say, no. Oh, no, it's not his fault. He, you know, he was stuck with it. You know, the fact that he went uh, to the French laundry and all that, which even I'm sick of hearing about. But the fact that he doesn't think the rules apply to him. I mean, that he's arrogant and that he's condescending. And by the way, he closed a lot of the wineries in Napa, but didn't close his own. I mean, my God, how do you do that? The thing I hated most was the Super Bowl that was in Los Angeles two years ago. Yeah. And he goes and Eric Garcetti goes and they're taking pictures with Magic Johnson and Leonardo DiCaprio. And they asked Garcetti at one point, they said, uh, isn't that hypocritical of you to still support locking down all these businesses? But there you are at the Super Bowl without a mask taking pictures with celebrities. He said, oh, no, I took the mask off, but I held my breath. And therefore, you can't transmit covid when you hold your breath oh You're like, these God. people are our leaders <laughs> i mean are you kidding me and, and newsom's the same way so they're they're all hypocrites they're they're all just i just wish we could do better i mean can't we do better <laughs> well what do you think of rfk joe concha 
I think that he is authentic in his beliefs. He's a passionate uh, guy. Uh, he brings us back to what Democrats used to be, right? Uh, they were the anti-war party. They were the First Amendment party. And now they're the opposite of that. And I'm sure he's just watching all this and saying, I got to run for president because I got to speak out about this stuff. And maybe he doesn't win. He probably doesn't win the nomination. But boy, he's he's really reminded us of what the Democratic Party used to be under John F. Kennedy, which was for a strong military and low taxes, or Jimmy Carter, who was a pro-life Democrat, which is unthinkable now, or Bill Clinton and, and Barack Obama deported more people out of this country who came here illegally than any two presidents in history, right? And now, if you even spoke about doing anything like that, if you're Joe Biden or any Democrat, well, you're, you're cast out and you're not sniffing a nomination at this point. So, yeah, the Democratic Party, it's not your daddy's donkeys anymore, Janine, and that's actually the name of my next book. <laughs> Well, you know, the truth is that uh, I think RFK, and I think you captured it perfectly, Joe Concha, I mean, he's he's a reminder of what the Democrat Party was like in another time. And he is authentic. And, you know, I know him from Westchester. Uh, you know, he had an environmental program here for years. And, uh, you know, he was very committed. I mean, this guy is not a fly-by-night. He's, he's not someone who just showed up lately. I mean, he has been in the trenches for a long time fighting for the environment and what he believes. And, and uh, I, I found it painful that his family worked so hard to distance themselves from him. I really did. I thought it was quite disgusting. You know, they can say, you know, God bless him. He has his ideas. And, you know, this is America. Everybody is free to do what they want. But no, they had to trash him. And I thought it was I thought it was rather stunning that they did that. But in any event, uh, you know, at least when he does his push ups and, uh, uh, he, you know, he start, does his workout, uh, you'd say to yourself, well, at least this guy's got. He's got a breath in his body. He can still he can still work out. Joe Biden, my God, his wife has to lead him around. I mean, you got to say to yourself, what's in this for Jill? I mean, obviously, she's first lady. There's a lot. She's I think she's in Paris with one of her daughters. Uh, but there's a lot in it for Jill. But, man, what a difference between an RFK junior and a Joe Biden. Oof. I, I, I now I know if I finally get that movie role that I'm looking for that RFK Jr. can play my stunt double when I do the topless scenes. <laughs> so that's a good thing. I mean, what a build on that guy. I mean, you you would date that Janine, right? I, I would think. Yeah, you know, he's a Democrat, but good looking we guy. Don't talk about me. But okay. um, look, he's. I think he's very attractive to to a lot of people, and the idea that I don't know, he's 68, six, whatever he is. Um, you know, you work out. You believe in. You know, you, you've got to discipline yourself. You got to discipline your body. You've got to be. You've got to keep and be strong. And I mean, I I worked out this morning before I did the show, um, and probably you did too, didn't you, Joe? Well, Sunday's eggs and kegs for me, you know. So I, I go play on my men's softball team, and there's a keg at every base, and it's a good way to start off the the, the day. And uh, yeah, healthy, well, it sounds right? like fun. And how's your dog doing? Ah, Maximus is outstanding. He he wants to do another uh, segment with you when you fill in for Jesse next time, and uh, yeah, maybe yeah. your dog will behave a little better this time. Yeah, you know, I brought my dog in. I think it was Stella, my white standard, and Joe brings in this little yes. midget. What was it? Uh, Westy, the West Highland Terrier. Oh, yeah, very cute, very cute, very sweet. And uh, uh, I think did my dog go over to your dog and, like, beat him up or something? <laughs> there, were, there was a little bullying going on, yeah. <laughs> I mean, your your dog is just so gorgeous, and then boy, she's tough, kind of kind of like uh, one uh, Judge Bureau and on the five, same thing. Takes after her mom. Yeah. All right, last question. 
Yeah. What do you think is going to happen with, uh, you know, after we saw the shenanigans with the Department of Justice and Hunter Biden, and now it appears that it's opened the door to an impeachment inquiry at this point. What's mm-hmm. going to happen with Joe Biden? I think he'll be impeached. He won't be convicted in the Senate. Um, but then from there, I still can't 100 percent believe that he'll be the nominee when a, an overwhelming majority of Democratic voters don't want him to run again. So I got to think someone's going to intervene at some point. But I don't know who that is. I, it could be Newsom. But then I go back to the fact that we talked about it before. Democrats really, really are good at sticking together uh, mm-hmm. and not crossing each other. And the ones that do get eliminated or at least completely disgraced in the media in a hurry, like RFK Jr. So mm-hmm. I think it. It's Joe Biden versus Donald Trump again. It's the safe bet. But then I've learned that betting anything when it comes to Donald Trump is not a good idea. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember, remember he was in business he was in Atlantic City. Yeah, I think he knows the bet better than you do. Yeah, you so. meaning all of us collectively. Right. Um, and I was say predictions are, are a fool's errand when it comes to anything with, with Donald Trump. And, and quite frankly, with, with Joe Biden at this point, given his age and given so many things can happen between now and Election Day, which is still I, I can't believe it. We're still like 15, 16 months out. I feel like it's it's been the 2024 race since, I don't know, January 2021. All right, Joe Concha, thanks so much for being with us. And, uh, you know, have a have a good game today. What did you call it? Eggs and kegs. Eggs and kegs. Sounds good to me. Joe <laughs> Concha, we folks. love you. Thanks so much for being with us. Take care. Thanks, Judge. All right. Bye-bye. And up next here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out. With my closing argument, it's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. Judge Janine, 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 Janine on 77 WABC.